Let's foray into Nevada's wild spaces. This is a half an hour adventure with the Nevada Department of Wildlife. This is Nevada Wild. Here on this Brought to you by the Nevada Department of Wildlife. I'm Ashley Sanchez in the podcast room with co-host Aaron Keller. And we also have our wildlife education coordinator statewide, Julie Bless. Julie, thank you for joining us in the podcast room. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. Excited to be here as always. Of course. And as we were brainstorming podcast ideas... We got a little behind in our planning. We were like, what would be a great... Well, uh, I'll tell you why we got behind, right? Because school started. Yes. And so for me, I get all <laughs> scatterbrained like the first week of school because got to get the kids out, got to get them on, you know, Um, I get things. scatterbrained too because I live right by a high school. So every day into work <laughs> is a nightmare. Right. I and so then I was like, Ashley's like, we got to get a podcast. I said, let's try and figure something out with school. Obviously, Julie Here Glass. Here we are, Julie. And in our defense, we were ahead for a while on our podcast. So <laughs> right? I'll throw that out there. But yes, Julie's the perfect person for back to school since she see, oversees all of our statewide education programs. So you, we're just going to go over all of them, make it a wildlife education podcast. And you even have some new programs you're going to surprise us with. Yeah. Every year we seem to add more stuff to our repertoire, especially statewide. So this is perfect timing because school just started. Washoe County at least started this week. So <clears throat> I know I'm getting a lot of emails, which means that our regional folks are getting like three times the emails that mm -hmm. I'm getting from teachers to figure out... Um, to ask about what programs we're offering, some of the new stuff. Um, we do have a newsletter, and that's something I definitely want to plug, is just trying to get more teachers involved um, and get them on this newsletter so they know what resources we offer. So um, I guess I could explain what wildlife well, education is, it, is. Is it just teachers you want, or is <coughs> it counselors, like parents? Like, who all can get signed up for the newsletter? That's a really great question. So I actually had, um, I don't know if it was a teacher and they aren't teaching this year because the newsletter really does have mostly educators on on there, but it was someone with a parent and I sent out the sign up for Nevada Knockout and she was like, I'm not a teacher anymore, but like, I'd really like to participate with my son. And that's a great example. Like if you have a kid and you're caring for a child at home, you're an educator of some sort. Right. You homeschool. Know? I mean, style. even if it's not official homeschool, yeah. it's like you are, <laughs> you're in charge of that child's education for at least a certain amount of time before they end up in the school right. system or what have you mm -hmm. so um probably keep it more towards educators but um if someone ends up on our list and they they want a program that's another thing too is we do offer k-12 classroom programming but our educators also offer private programming so like 4-h groups girl scouts boys and girls club all of that stuff too which i'm not going to talk too much about that but getting on our contact list is great too they'll mm -hmm. have um the newsletter always has all our contacts for all of our regional folks, which are the best people to contact um, for those programs. Because it's not going to be me doing the program; it's them. Right. Got it. Yep. So if you're a if you're a principal, like an administrator, a dean of students, something like that, that's good. All good too. Yes, cool. definitely, definitely. The administrators are great to get that stuff out, and they can um, vet it a little bit before they send it off to their teachers. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so newsletter has all your wildlife education program. Could we backtrack a little and just get into 
for people that don't know, what is wildlife education and why would they want to sign up for this <laughs> newsletter? <laughs> so the wildlife education program has like a couple prongs to it. So it's K through 12 classroom programming. So that's what we're going to talk about today. But then there's also public interpretive programs, bat walks, bird walks, and those private programs with the special interest groups that um, I just mentioned. And then our wildlife viewing program as well. So um, lots of lots of different things. The focus is basically all the other wildlife that, um, it's like non-skills. We're not teaching you how to hunt or fish or shoot a gun, um, but we'll teach you how to use binoculars and how to ID birds and bugs and plants and all all the other nature things. So um, we cover a lot of different topics. And just educating people on Nevada's wildlife yeah. in general. To give yeah. kids a pr- appreciation for that. Well, like conservation, edu- our division, conservation education's whole motto is connecting people to wildlife in a positive way. And mm-hmm. that is definitely what wildlife education does is getting people connected to their wildlife resources in a way that is really meaningful and memorable and hopefully inspires them to um, protect these resources. And what's really cool is, like we said, this was last minute, and Julie, we could go to her anytime, and she's like, yes, I have tons of things I could talk about. And um, you mentioned, we said you're statewide, and you mentioned there's regional people. Mm -hmm. Could you explain that setup, so what you oversee compared to what they oversee? Yeah, so I describe my position as being a program manager, so I manage the program, but not the people, Um, but we're all a big team. So Um, I'm working at the headquarters, and uh, we meet with the regional folks on a regular basis to plan what we want to do, build stuff out. Um, I think I'm more of, like, quality control, making sure that, like, all of our lessons are aligned to standards, that everything, all of our products that are coming out of Wildlife Ed look like Endow stuff so we don't have, like, a rogue rogue region um, that doesn't have, like, the same look and feel. Um, And then connecting with partners and um, school district administrators. But the regional folks, those are the ones that will be in your classroom or they're training their volunteer instructors to be in your classroom or facilitating those walks and programs. So, like, they're the ones that are the best. (laughs) (laughs) They are. They're the best. They are going to be way more knowledgeable than me on most of the stuff that we teach about and um, super personable and can get you scheduled with your class and get you resources. So that's another thing about wildlife education, especially to classrooms, is we see ourselves as a huge teacher resource. We try to provide everything free. So whether that means like literally us in your classroom doing a presentation or we are loaning you something that you can use or we have educational products that you know printouts posters etc giving to teachers um so that's another aspect is we are a resource for those k-12 through educators got it yeah and we had um, mentioned when planning this podcast we're like maybe we bring the regional people on but then we're like there will be so much information because mm-hmm. every region also has yeah, Some they have their own going little flair. Yeah, <laughs> so that's why we we're like, Julie could give the overview. And um, yeah, but awesome program. It shows the passion of our people who would be in your cl- in the classrooms. Yeah, and the programs are just, they're so positive. We get positive feedback from mm-hmm. teachers, parents, um, just the public that says, "I oh man, I enjoyed you know this program or can't wait to try one of the new programs or they're all so so positive and uh, you guys do such a great job 
they do. I mean, I can't take credit for it because it's everyone else. I, uh, <laughs> you do. You're always planning something. Yeah, my, yeah. I, my mom always... will text me though, and she'll be like, "Are you in charge of this?" And I'm like, "We have tons of great people, <laughs> creative staff that you know it comes from everyone." So. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like it, I, I'm a little bummed there's not someone regional here, just because like I don't want to take credit for what they do. Um, but we really are a close team, so right. mm-hmm. we work together really well. Yep, and a lot of our creative social media content also comes from yes. our mm-hmm. educators especially recently I'm like every good post is from one of them <laughs> I know I feel like though oh and urban wildlife I forgot to mention urban wildlife underneath wildlife ed too but wildlife ed has the bonus in that like everybody loves the cute fuzzy animals and right. that's like so it's like you know low-hanging fruit yeah (laughs) yeah and it's funny because every time speaking of social media when we post like a volunteer highlight Mm -hmm. um and it's wildlife education people jump all over and they say oh can we can we get them can we get them yep you know and usually they are some of the best volunteers so it's it's great to shine a spotlight on them as well yeah well actually this is a good a good time to tout um our wildlife education volunteers that is a difficult volunteer to recruit because we don't focus on one thing it's yep. a lot of other things and it's not just like oh hey this is how you shoot a bow and this is how you teach someone how to shoot a bow it's like bats birds like where do you find them plants aquatic mammals it's just like a huge range of topics but we're always looking for people to come out and help with those things whether it's leading walks um i know like there's just people out there that i know are very specific in what their skills are and they're like really into something maybe it's birds maybe it's bugs maybe it's plants and like those are the people we're looking for Mm -hmm. for our wildlife education volunteers we want if you're like super nerdy and into something we want you on our team (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm sure they would learn a lot being a volunteer too because who knows what questions you could get it's the best place to learn (laughs) is when you're around other people especially kids and just really anyone who has questions oh my (laughs) gosh i know kids will humble you oh my gosh i've never felt so dumb around kids (laughs) (laughs) because they have so many questions that (laughs) no they know the answers they know stuff they know like i'm not gonna tell the story because it's too long but uh, this kid totally embarrassed me like as I was teaching a class once because Mm -hmm. he said an animal that I didn't think was real and it's definitely real yeah (laughs) what was it I have to know now an amphuma oh okay Mm. they're real and they live in Kentucky where I was working at that time and I was like that sounds like a fictional creature and he was like no they're not yeah we were we were out camping and so kids they know it's like when they learn it is like around yeah you know that second third fourth grade age and uh, I came out of our camp trailer, and there was a giant moth on our tire. And all the aunts and relatives were like, what the heck? Look at this big old moth. And Huntley, my son, goes, oh, it's a silkworm moth. And they were like, no, <laughs> no, it's not. And he's like, yes, it is. That's silkworm moth. And they looked it up on their phone. Sure enough, it was silkworm moth. Oh, my gosh. He knew exactly you know what? what it was. I mean, that's a good lesson. Like, shame on us as adults to not believe kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're curious, so they are. They yeah. find out things. Yep. <laughs> they are. And with, like, today's technology, you know, I'm not saying kids are on screens all the time, but, like, 
the boom if it was still a show you can still watch that like that you can learn tons of stuff about wildlife on that was a show i didn't know what what no. oh my gosh you can't even be a millennial i've never heard it i was like what what i feel like i'll show you a picture after this okay i definitely seen it but there's so much content out there. Kids love kids love animals yeah. and, and plants and all that, and they absorb it. Oh, my gosh. Well, I want to get into some of your awesome programming, but we're going to do that right after the break. You are listening to oh, Nevada Wild. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, leave us a review on iTunes and SoundCloud. For more information on hunting, fishing, boating, and all things wildlife, go to endow.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Nevada Wild. Today, we are talking to our statewide wildlife education coordinator, Julie Bless, and she's filling us in in all the statewide education programs classrooms could take part in, um, anyone could really take part in. So in the first half of the show, we explained what wildlife education is, but Julie, do you want to get into some of the specific programs we have? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Clearing your throat. Yes. Getting ready to talk. Uh, so right now, getting started, it's it's fall, and every fall we do a program called Nevada Knockout. It's award winning, and um, if if you haven't heard of it, it's super fun. It's a NCAA looking bracket, but instead of basketball teams, it's animals, and we pick thirty three animals in each year. And this is where we were talking about the creativity of people. Uh, our wildlife educators come up with like themes for each. group group because you know bracket has like Mm -hmm. four and instead of you know like sec acc whatever it's we pick our own categories and so this year's categories are based on um like trophic levels kind of like what what animals eat what so there's an omnivore category called the omnom nomnivores Ooh, I like that. <laughs> yes. There's nom, an nom. herbivore category. Really I know, they're so creative. Nom, it's the nom, best. Nom, nom, <laughs> uh, there's an herbivore category uh, called herbaceous eaters. There's a carnivore category called hungry huntsmen. And then there's our specialists, so animals that either like live in a very specialized area or will only eat one certain thing um, called niche ninjas. So um, they get super creative every year we pick a different category. And so the animals in those categories fit those descriptions. And um, the idea is that students research each matchup and based off of certain criteria and they decide which ones move forward. And it's super, super fun. And we're doing that right now. We are going to be doing that on social media too. We're going to be doing it a little bit differently this year. So I want people to stay tuned for that. Um, but we're we're looking for teachers um, to participate in that this year. And we do do it in the spring as well, but it's the exact same as the fall. The fall one. Yeah. So like <laughs> if you missed it in the fall. If you miss it in the fall, you can still do it in the spring, but it's the same. Or if you have two classrooms, it's mm-hmm. like you can do the, the and fall don't one. look at our social media. Well, we're doing it differently, so <laughs> oh, okay. it won't matter. It won't matter if they see it on social media. It'll be totally different. We're going to do it more like Fat Bear Week where people vote, and that's what goes forward uh. instead of us just being like, this is what we think. So that's the spoiler. But oh, we, did, cool. we did Nevada Knockout before Fat Bear Week, and I want to make that very clear. 
<laughs> maybe they stole our idea and changed it um then we have a couple other programs for the classroom um last year we piloted a program called wildlife badges and it was very popular super super fun this is totally self-paced by the teachers it's hosted on a website and they work through different lessons and this is a k-12 program we've got little um we've got activities for each grade band and they can basically do a couple activities, they submit them to us, and then we send their whole classroom these little badges, which are stickers, um, based off of the topic. So kind of going off of like the Boy Scout, Girl Scout badges type thing that they have to do activities to earn. Um, but the three topics we have so far available for that are Flora, Reptiles, and Adventure, which is like a Leave No Trace, um, Leave No Trace activities, super fun. Uh, we'll be adding more. I think birds is definitely on the docket for to be done up next. But um, that's totally virtual. Teachers, we give them all the resources and then they they do it. Um, and then another award-winning program we've got that we're looking for um, teachers this fall is Know Your Nevada, which is a fourth grade program. And it focuses on our state symbols and we have three lessons involved it's a map lesson where they learn about a couple different habitats and the state symbols an adaptations lesson and a conservation lesson and then we've got two pilots for classroom as well um, the first one is our bird trunk which we've teased a little bit we pushed the pilot back because we really wanted to do the teacher training in person we were going to do it virtual um, but you're basically teaching teachers how to bird and they have to be able to do it well enough to teach their kids how to do it. And that's very difficult to do online. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, we're connected with all of our Audubon chapters. So they'll be helping with that too, with the training and be like a classroom resource. If um, teachers have a really hard bird ID, they can contact us or Audubon because Audubon, they're the bird experts. So um, and we're looking for teachers for that one too. That is a middle school program right now. We'll keep expanding it so that it will cover all grades, but year to year, we'll start with the middle school and then we'll do high school next and then um, elementary school. And then our last pilot for this year is our Unpacking Urban Wildlife um, program, which I'm very excited about because we don't have any urban wildlife classroom programs yet. And this is specifically for high schools. And I think it's going to be super cool because it's very cross-curricular, like it could be in a science class, but it could also be in like a marketing digital media class because they're going to be learning about urban wildlife and human wildlife conflicts in urban areas and how we deal with that and what, you know, the right and wrong things are and how to live with wildlife. Um, but then we're also going to ask them to like create their own PSAs basically, like Oh, cool. Yeah, if it's like making a video or a TikTok or, you know, whatever whatever creativity they want to do or stickers, bumper stickers, uh, other products, it's up to them. And it's like an educational PSA, basically, on urban That's wildlife. That's such a good idea. That I know. is such a good idea. I know. Uh, yeah. Kids are so creative. And uh, we're trying to figure out if there's a way we can leverage their good ideas and then use it for our own. Well, I think yeah. just getting that information into the schools is a great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, start. we were kind of thinking about like, you know, the recycling campaign mm -hmm. is so has been so successful because kids learn it in school and then they come home and shame their parents. So right. yeah. <laughs> we're like, can we do this with urban wildlife? You know, because yeah. 
that actually gives them a pretty cool skill set. That's my job that exactly. they're learning how to exactly. do is mm-hmm. ESA. So it's kind of double benefits. Totally. And with like, the... um, and with all like the, the media tools that are out there today, like just like a neat way for them to use something that they're probably already using, like right. TikTok and YouTube and an excuse to expand yeah. on. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And I mean, that's stuff that we use. Like we're always trying to learn what, what the next cool oh, they'll yeah. probably have Total. better ideas than, <laughs> than <laughs> us. I know we were trying to see if we can make it like a competition and then like you know if it's a sticker then maybe we print the stickers and distribute the stickers or some you know what I mean something like that yeah. or we share it on our social media but um but yeah we're piloting that and actually one of the schools we're working we want to work with um, they have like a digital media class specifically. Mm. And so that's where it's like, well, this could be a science class or it could be a computer class or what have you. Mm-hmm. So that's all of our classroom stuff. Um, we are still doing Project Wild. That's a teacher training. Um, we are in a little bit of a weird space because um, we've had issues getting books. Mm-hmm. So like there's no books to order right now. Paper shortage. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Global paper shortage is affecting the books. So um, as soon as we can order some books, we'll get some of those on the calendar. Um, but we keep those free too. It's a free teacher training. You can get continuing ed credits and it's a super fun day too. We usually do it somewhere outside. And um, the last one I did, we got Carl and Heather, well, just Heather, our bear biologist brought the bear dogs and talked about bears. Nice. So it was super fun. Um, and then for public programming, we have pu- we've pulled back on webinars, and I think we probably need to start getting them going again. The thing is, our attendance was so bad; like there'd be uh, one person showing up towards the end there because everybody was, wanted to be outside. Yes, again, so. but I think we p- I think it's probably a good time to start experimenting with that again, just yeah. because it is another. And for people that don't know, um, pretty much during the pandemic mm-hmm. shutdown, you guys moved everything virtually and we'd have educational webinars on everything. Oh, like three every or day. Four yeah. A week. It's funny because mm-hmm. we all use the same Zoom account. And for a while, I had a hard time. We also did our podcast over Zoom, finding slots to do our <laughs> podcast. Now I've noticed we don't have no it's not an issue (laughs) but all those are still available for people to go back Mm, yes on our youtube page so definitely check those out but like you said apparently people want to get outside but yeah are you guys considering bringing some of those yeah i think we just need to start offering yeah we do some here and there but i think we need to start offering them on like a monthly basis and maybe change them up like maybe it's more of like a q a with a wildlife biologist instead of like a formal presentation type style like they were before Mm -hmm. so where I know Nebraska does a lot of cool stuff, and I just want to copy them. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's worth going to our YouTube page, and they're, they're all there. We even had to create different playlists because there were so many. Yeah, yeah, because it was clogging up our <laughs> yeah. whole YouTube. Yeah. 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 Um, so. And then the very last thing I wanted to talk about oh, is yes. our grab-and-go kits. We just piloted this statewide. Super, super cool. This last month's was an owl pellet kit. And in Reno, they were completely snatched up. So um, I think the next one's going to be in October, and it's a mystery. You'll have to pay attention to find out what uh, what the theme is, but it's going to be awesome. And uh, you can f- find out about those on our social media, and you can grab them from basically any end-out office. Now, if you're in, like, one of the rural offices, 
um, just let us know because we'll distribute them out there too. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so you pick it up and it's like a whole educational kit. Yep. Much. yep. It basically comes in like a little brown bag lunch bag and it has like the lesson, the, the activity on there and then everything you need to do that activity. Um, I, oh, actually October, I think is bats. Okay. Pretty sure it's bats. That's a fun yeah. one. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I said you'll have to pay attention because I couldn't remember which one it was. But now <laughs> no, you remember. remember. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to build some suspense because yeah. I couldn't remember. <laughs> so it's bats. It's there, bats. There. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's bats. But um, yeah, which will be super awesome for Bat Week and Halloween. So. Yeah. So yeah. much. And also, you keep saying the word pilot. Like, you guys keep starting all of these new programs. Yeah. It's really cool to see that <laughs> yeah, happening. We're, I feel like we need to stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, in, when you listed all those, you started with classroom programs. Um, mm -hmm. We encourage all schools to get involved. And then you listed some ones available for the public. Yes. So, there's things for everyone. Um, where could people go? We're running out of time for more information. Um, there is a lot of information on our website. You have to scroll down on our education page and all of our, most of our wildlife education stuff. We need to create some new pages for some of the new programs. Um, but if teachers, homeschools, administrators want to get on our, our newsletter, which also isn't just wildlife ed stuff, by the way, it's also NAST, Trout in the Classroom, Hunter Education stuff. We throw it in there too. Um, they can email me and I can put them on that distribution list and it's jbless, as in bless you at ndow.org. Perfect. So much good information. I want to be a kid in one of these classes. <laughs> right. I want to go back to school. <laughs> I know. I want to get grab one of our grab-and-go kids. Yeah. Enjoy. I do too, actually. <laughs> they look so one. fun. Um, <laughs> well, thank you, Julie, for doing that in last minute too and so much great information and it's always fun talking to you. And thank you, everyone, for listening. That does it for this week's Nevada Wild. Join us again next week for our next adventure, Nevada Wild. It's a production of the Nevada Department of Wildlife. <laughs>